Want to be more confident when having business conversations? Join the Small Talk Made Simple class. In this free email course, you'll learn how to talk about yourself and express yourself with confidence and clarity. Sign up now at thecmethod.com. You're listening to Stand Out Get Noticed, the show that helps you communicate with confidence so you can stand out from the crowd and get noticed by all the right people. To subscribe to the show, go to thecmethod.com. Hi there, Rockstar, and welcome to episode 80 of Stand Out Get Noticed. My name is Christina Cantors, communication skills speaker, coach, and your host. I've got a rock and solo show for you today, and it's all about perfectionism. So I was speaking with a client the other day, and we were talking about her nervousness when it came to presenting to a large group. Now, she's really good at her job. She has quite a senior position in her company, but she stresses a lot about how she presents herself, mainly because she is a chronic high achiever and sets a very high standard for herself. She said to me, I feel like I have to do things perfectly. I'm a bit of a perfectionist. So I stress about what I'm going to say, how I say it, and when I do mess up, I'm really hard on myself and I worry about what other people will think of me. Does this sound familiar to you? If so, know that you are not alone. This comes up in a lot of conversations I have with my clients and the people I work with. And hey, I even recognize it in myself. In this episode, I'm going to share with you why it's important to recognize your perfectionist tendencies and how you can work to overcome them. And as a result, if you can do that, you'll be less stressed, more productive, and more effective when you speak and present. Show notes for this episode will be at thecmethod.com slash perfectionism. But first, I want to give a quick shout out to, uh, okay, so I can't pronounce this name of the person who left this review in iTunes because it's F-K-D-M-R-N-T and et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, they're from Australia and they left a lovely review and it goes, brilliant podcasts. Christina is a great speaker and communicator. I have learned many skills to help me with my clients as a health professional and as a lecturer. Recommend these podcasts to everyone from all fields. Thank you so much for your lovely review, FKDMRNT, etc, etc, from Australia. Obviously, you didn't want to put your real name there, which is totally fine. But if you are listening, thank you so much. Alrighty, let's dive into this episode on perfectionism. So firstly, why is this important? Well, if you want to be a confident public speaker or you want to express yourself clearly and with ease or be comfortable in your own skin when networking and meeting new people, it's really important that you learn to manage your perfectionist tendencies. Now, what I'm going to share with you in this episode is heavily mindset based. So there's not as many, you know, do this, do that tips and tricks Rather, I'll be sharing ideas to think about and mindset shifts for you to work on. So I urge you to open your mind before you continue listening or just be in this open mind set, (laughs) I suppose, as you listen. Be open to the idea that you can change your way of thinking because changing your mindset is arguably the most powerful way you can achieve amazing things in your life. It's worked for me and and I know it can work for you. Okay, I promise that's as life coachy as I'll get today. Let's move on. So what do I mean by perfectionism? 
So I was I was looking online for the perfect definition of perfectionism, but couldn't find one, funnily enough, but I did find one that was pretty good. And it consists of three parts. So this is this is what perfectionism is. Firstly, it consists of a relentless striving for unreasonably high standards. And these are standards we set for ourselves. So it's not set by others, set by ourselves. And we often set the bar so high, we set our standards so high, that, and we think it's actually normal, when in reality, it's not. It is unreasonably high. So that's one component of perfectionism. The second component is when you judge your self-worth based on whether you achieve those high standards or not. So if you don't achieve something, you think, I'm no good, I'm a terrible human, I suck, I have nothing important or valuable to say, right? So you're actually basing your self-worth on these standards, which is not healthy. And then the third and final part of perfectionism is when you experience negative consequences as a result of striving for such high standards. So these negative consequences could be stress, lack of sleep, procrastination, not getting things done. So therefore you have lowered productivity levels. You might feel like a failure all the time. Your relationships might suffer and your general well-being just decreases. And I'm not pretending that I don't suffer from this. I have suffered from many cases of perfectionism in certain areas of my life. So that's why this topic's really interesting for me to research and discuss too. So why do we do this? I mean, there are a few reasons why, but I interviewed life coach and friend and a good friend of mine, Christopher Browning in episode seven. We talked about overcoming perfectionism there. And he said that Our perfectionism is our worry over how someone else is going to perceive us. And we worry that if we don't do something perfectly, we won't be accepted. Because when you don't do something, quote, perfectly, we worry that people will criticize us on the bits that we didn't get right. So we think to ourselves, oh, if I make this perfect and there's no mistakes and no errors, then there's no room for criticism, right? No one can criticize us. So that's why we strive to get it absolutely right and perfect the first time, because if we get it right, then that means that you can't criticize me and you can't make me feel terrible about myself, right? Back to that judging our our, our value. Now, I'll give you an example of this. A few weeks ago, well, maybe it was more than a few weeks ago now, I finished a 30-day blogging challenge. You may have heard me talk about it on the show. I So I have a personal blog over at christinacanters.com and I blog about whatever I feel like, really. And I used to blog quite regularly and then I let it drop away and I didn't blog for a month and then two months and then six months. And the longer I left it, the more pressure I put on myself to write a really, really profound, mind-blowing blog post. And the longer I left it, I thought, oh no, everyone's going to be expecting that I write something amazing. And then the, and the more, the higher these expectations I had of myself, the less likely I was to then write a blog. So I overcame this by writing a blog post every single day for 30 days to take that pressure off myself for having to write something perfectly. And the funny thing was, is that no one actually said to me or has ever said to me, 
Christina, I'm expecting a really, really good blog post because I haven't seen a blog post from you in months, right? I was making it all up in my head, and it turns out that people don't even really care if I don't blog for months. It was all in my own head. I was putting that pressure on myself, and you may find that you were doing the same thing in other areas of your life. Okay, so now I'm going to share with you some ways to, I'm not going to say overcome your perfectionism because that takes time, but these are steps that you can take to start to start on this journey of, of working your way through this perfectionism and maybe alleviating some of it. So I've got seven things for you to do. No, six, six things. I don't want to overload you too much. Now, the first thing you can do is to recognize if you are striving for your goals in a healthy, positive way or in a negative way. So this is really defining whether what you're going through is perfectionism or not. So let's say you're preparing for a speech. You want to do it well, so you make sure you're prepared. I always bang on about being prepared, right? So you you prepare well, you ask other people for feedback and support, you think about the experience in a positive way, and you think about how you're serving others through delivering this speech and who you're helping, and you're excited to share this message. So that's that's healthy, right? That's healthy when you have a positive experience putting together this speech and delivering it. On the other hand, you might meticulously type out your speech and try to memorize the entire thing word for word. Meanwhile, you lose sleep over it. You worry that you haven't included enough information. You don't show anyone your speech in case they say it's no good. And then your other work suffers as a result because you're fussing and stressing over this one speech. See, this is unhealthy and it's unhelpful. And this is what procrastination, sorry, not procrastination, perfectionism looks like. You might procrastinate as a result of that, right? (laughs) So I want you to think about what you are doing and whether in terms of pursuing your goals and whether you're pursuing them in a healthy, positive way that has a good impact on you or if it's in a negative, unhealthy way where areas of your life suffer. The second thing you can do is to lose the all or nothing mindset. And a lot of perfectionists have this mindset. They think, if I don't do this well, like if it's not perfect, then it's a failure. There's no in between. You either fail or you succeed. You either do it right or you do it wrong. And I have clients say to me, I feel like I don't ask the right questions. Or I feel like when I talk in this meeting, I don't want to get it wrong. And what, and if this sounds like you, I want you to think, I want you to realize that there is no such thing as right or wrong. I used to go through this. I used to think, if I don't get a podcast episode out by nine o'clock in the morning on a Wednesday, it's a fail. And I have failed for that week. Whereas now I'm a bit kinder on myself and I go, well, it's not really a fail if I get it out by 11 o'clock or even 2 p.m. I still got it out, right? No one's going to beat my door down. It's okay. It's just late. So and next time, I'll just try to, to get it out earlier. You know, I'll try a little bit harder. But I don't beat myself up over it being a win or a fail. So when you go into a situation and you feel like you need to do a good job, don't think about it as whether it's right or wrong, okay? So you need to lose that all or nothing mindset. 
Number three, the third thing you can do to help overcome your perfectionism is to use the eighty twenty rule. And the eighty twenty rule has a lot of different applications, but for in terms of the perfectionism application, I would say if it's eighty percent there, it's done. It's good enough. If you are giving a speech and you share eighty percent of what you wanted to say and you forget to say twenty percent, that's fine. That's good enough. You're better off having it done and imperfect than having it completely perfect but never actually getting it done in the first place. You're better off thinking about the whole goal, like the big picture, and going, "What is the one thing that I want my audience to take away, or what is the one thing that I want people to feel after talking to me?" Right? And if you can get them eighty percent there, then that's all you need to do, and you don't and stop worrying about those nitty gritty the the final twenty percent, okay? That that makes up that last little bit. Don't worry about that. Just get the eighty percent. I sometimes get caught up. When I'm editing these podcast episodes, and I want to remove every little imperfection, like every little breath sound, every little click or mouth noise that I make, or when I stumble, but then I realize that it's not worth worrying about those tiny details. As long as it's eighty percent there, or I've removed eighty percent of them, it's fine. I don't need to worry about those last little bits. Plus, I also think that including those little imperfections shows you that I'm human. Right? It would be hypocritical of me to tell you to not be such a perfectionist, and then I spend an entire day editing every single out of my podcast or editing every little stumble. Number four, and I've talked about this before on the show, and it's to know the value that you offer others. Remember at the start how I said that if you're a perfectionist, you will tend to base your self worth and your value on whether or not you achieve those really high standards. That's a dangerous place to be. Instead of basing your value on something on something that's actually really hard to achieve, base your value off something that you know as a fact. And I've talked about this before, where you ask people, "What do I do well?" And why is this important to you? When you get those responses back from those people, when they tell you, "This is what you do well," and "This is why it's important to me," this is why this is how it adds value to me. That is a fact that you can hold on to, and you go, "I know that I'm worthy. I know that I do good work, and I know that I'm improving other people's lives." And that actually has nothing to do with what you're doing to achieve your own goals, right? It's got nothing to do with how you feel about yourself. It's about what other people have said to you that you do well and that is valuable. And that is a much healthier way of knowing your self worth. And when you know that, when people say, "Okay, this is how you are valuable," then you realize that, oh, I already have everything I need. I am successful right now. I already offer value to people. I am enough, just as I am. And if this is something you struggle with, I want you to write this down as an affirmation and read it to yourself every single day. Write down, "I am enough, just as I am," and I already have everything I need to be successful. Seems simple, but it's powerful. Where are we up to? The fifth way to help you with your perfectionism. 
And this is to know that you only have to be one step ahead of others to be seen as a leader. Now, I work through this with a a lot of my clients. They feel like, oh, I have to know all this stuff because people are looking to me and I have to be perfect and I have to tell them all the information. I have to know everything. When in reality, all you need to know is a little bit more than them. You need to be one step ahead of them for them to be able to look up to to you and go, oh, they know stuff and things. So I I signed up a, a new client the other day and she actually said to me, I really want you as my coach because I can see that you learned how to be a great speaker only a few years ago and it shows me that I can do it too. And this really meant a lot to me, you know, because I don't claim to have decades of experience as a communication skills coach and and a speaker because I I don't. And I know that I have a lot more to learn and I'm, I'm happy knowing that. Now, someone who has been a trainer and a coach for 20 or 30 years will definitely know more than me. Well, you'd hope so, at least. But compared to the people I'm helping, I'm still multiple steps ahead of them when it comes to speaking and presenting. So I feel confident that I'm in a great position to help them, right? They they need to know the next step, right? They don't need to know how to cram 30 decades of experience into a week, No, they just need to know the next step and I'm there to help them with that. So when you're speaking with clients or colleagues or other stakeholders, know that you only need to be one step ahead of them. You don't need to know everything perfectly. And we're up to the final tip I'm going to share with you today. And this might seem like a bit of an odd one and it's to do yoga. Now I know this is weird. But I believe that yoga can really teach us a lot about being kind to ourselves and not trying to be perfect all the time and not comparing ourselves to others. Because when you're in that yoga pose, it's hard. And when you start, you look around and you say, oh, all these other people can do it. They can do it better than me. And I need to aim to be able to get this pose and do it perfectly. But what they actually teach you is to be okay with where you are right now. It's not about being better than yesterday. Because some days, let's face it, you feel like crap. Maybe you've had a bad sleep. Maybe you've had a fight with your partner. Or you might be a bit injured, so you can't actually get into the same pose or the same position that you did the other day. But that's okay. Yoga teaches us to be okay with where you are in that moment right now and to be kind to yourself and say, okay, so I can't quite get into this downward dog position right now, but maybe one day I will. Maybe I can't touch my toes right now, but one day maybe I will. If you listen to a couple of episodes ago, I interviewed Jason Freeman, who became a public speaker. He's, he's lived his entire life with cerebral palsy, and it's affected his coordination and his ability to speak. And he's so inspiring. If you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to it. I think it's the cmethod.com slash Jason to listen to that, to that interview. And he built his confidence up through doing yoga. And he said that it taught him that he doesn't have to be perfect and to embrace these imperfections and to be okay with where he is. And he went on to do his very first speaking gig from as a result of doing yoga. And from there, he became a world-class professional speaker and a coach. So if, I'd, if that doesn't inspire you, I don't know what will. 
So get on YouTube, Google some yoga sessions and do them if you can't get yourself to a class. But it definitely teaches you a lot about being kind to yourself, accepting where you are right now and not needing to be perfect. So there you go. There are some ways. It's not all. This isn't a perfect, complete podcast about how you can overcome perfectionism, but those are some ways that you can start to do that. Just to quickly recap, recognize if you are striving for your goals in a healthy, positive way or a negative way. Second, lose the all or nothing mindset. There's no such thing as right or wrong. Number three, use the 80-20 rule. Get 80% there. That's done. It's fine. Number four, know the value that you offer to others by asking them. Number five, know that you only have to be one step ahead of others to show them the way. And finally, do yoga. Now you might be wondering, but Christina, isn't it a good thing to aim high? You're telling, you know, you're you're saying dream big, you know, all that aim for the stars and you hit the moon, et cetera, et cetera, all that stuff. You might be wondering about that. And you know what? That's a fair question. And I say, of course, you should set yourself goals. This is how you achieve awesome stuff in life. But it's only when those goals are unachievable or only achievable at a great cost to you, right, having a negative impact on you, that's when it becomes problematic. So if you are working towards your goals and you find yourself sacrificing your health, your emotional well-being, or your relationships suffer, then that's not okay. So striving for excellence is okay if it's healthy and if it helps you. Striving for perfectionism is not okay if it's unhealthy and unhelpful. Alrighty, so that just about wraps the episode for this week. I hope that you got something out of it. Now, if you want to uh, check out some more resources about perfectionism, you can go to the show notes at thecmethod.com slash perfectionism. I'll, I'll put the chat with that I had with life coach Christopher Browning in there. Definitely worth listening to. And also listen to my episode on how to care less about what people think. That will help you to deal with your fear of people criticizing you if you are not perfect. So I'll put a link to that episode as well in the show notes at thecmethod.com slash perfectionism. And I'll also put uh, dot points of what I've mentioned here in there in case you forget or if you want to send it on to someone who you think would also benefit from listening to this episode. Alrighty, and that's all from me this week. Thank you so much for spending some time with me today. Keep on being awesome and wonderful in all your imperfect glory, and I will talk to you next week. My name's Christina Cantors, and this has been Stand Out, Get Noticed. So I have a ukulele song for you this week. I've been really getting into uh, some like old school rock. So here is Mr. Blue Sky by Electric Light Orchestra. Forgive the imperfections. (laughs) 
stop raining everybody's in a play and don't you know it's a beautiful new day hey mr blue sky please tell us why you had to hide away for so long where did we go wrong hey there mr blue we're so pleased to be with you Look around, see what you do.